Interesting. Okay. Um, so if we're all ready, let's all get into uh, roll 20. I think we're still with some bun. And I'll go over what happened last time. So last time on Dungeons and Dragons Deep, Dungeons and Dragons Waterdeep Bunny Heist, you all started your adventure in the Yawning Portal. First, just a bunch of group of people that, hey, just happened to be in the same place at the same time, broke up a fight just because, hey, you're good guys, you can break up a fight. Uh, or the Rat King can break up a fight. But then a troll came out of the middle of the uh, Yawning Portal's uh, giant well into the Undermountain. And you spent a, a couple rounds fighting that thing off with the help of Durnan, the, the tavern owner. Took care of some, some annoying Sturges, excuse me, that came with him. And uh, as such, you were rewarded with a round in the house. And uh, Brutrick was specifically let off six hours early uh, of their debt, because that's a pretty big thing to stop troll. Without really? spilling one drop of milk. <laughs> um, with that, you were then approached by a famous person known as Volo Thamp Gadarn, Volo, of the very famous Volo's Guide to Monsters. He came to you asking, looking for adventurers, offering you 10 gold each now and 100 gold each upon finishing of the uh, job he gave you, which is finding a kidnapped friend of him and bringing him back, hopefully unharmed. You decided to take this and made your way to where he was last seen uh, uh, another <clears throat> a couple nights ago at the, another tavern in the skeedy part of town. Uh, on the way, you s spotted a uh, purple shop and uh, decided to just go investigate and talk to the old dome there. There's a shop full of everything was purple. A purple stuffed beholder was in the window, caught your eye, and you all just had a little bit of a, a nice little break of walking just to look around. But after that, you decided to head to the Skeevy Tavern in general. And that is where we left off. We also saw some, uh, some, um, like a crime. It was like a mugging. <laughs> right, you saw the, you saw the, uh, ending of a crime, or the police were cleaning up everything, and there were a couple other things. There, there was some sort of, it was, it, it was a, a gang war fight of some sort. Um, sharks versus the Jets, except with Instead of dancing, there was daggers and whatnot. Oh, Bon, uh, make sure you're in the game so you record the music. Oh, yeah, it helps. <laughs> Glad you're feeling better now. Yes, yes. I, I'm mostly surprised at the fact that not only did we start on time, but we started early. <laughs> I, because we're usually about a half hour late because we're doing nothing but talking about nerd stuff uh, in, in the other game, usually. We got all our nerd stuff out of the way pretty quickly. Which is, which is weird, because I could probably talk for hours about Metal Gear. <laughs> Can't we all? <laughs> well, it's because of the other group. They don't know where to stop. They don't. <laughs> or maybe I don't speak up enough. <laughs> See, this, this is what separates you from me as the DM. Maybe. <laughs> There's fun. I'm loaded in. Uh, the audio so, is recording, even though you... Uh, yeah, yeah, I started recording already. Yeah. Okay. So, make your way to 
the Skeevy Tavern, Savern, known as the... Where are my notes? The Skewer Dragon. <clears throat> the Skewer Dragon looks a lot like a ruin. Both of its front-facing windows are smashed, and a ship's anchor is lodged into the roof. Through the windows, you can see a group of haggard patrons drinking, drinking from huge tankards. The day is yours. The night is yours. Is yours. Let you go. This is this is a bad part of town. Better watch out. But I'm here. Protect you all. Thanks for looking out for all of us. Uh... Rat King, is it? I'm known by many names. <laughs> and yes, Rat King is one of them. <laughs> All right, I'll use that <clears throat> one then. Seen worse! Yeah, the city <laughs> is my playground. And I'm here to enjoy myself at the uh, tavern. What's this going? <laughs> I, I must say, I, I, I didn't really... I, I never heard about... Uh, places like this um, uh, in, my, in my readings of this place before. Well, I guess if somebody were there to write about it, they'd probably have a really bad chance of getting out of there, huh? Uh, I, I say. At that point, you uh, see someone get thrown out of the uh, the bar uh, through the front door, just like a drunk get thrown out of the back. <laughs> oh my! Ah! Looks at the uh, through the bar. Nijaga, go there. And he points to the other thing and just starts walking off. Um, the city's forgotten. Forgotten folk. Seems like my kind of place. Let's get inside. Right. Do you think you've you've, uh, played this place a few times in in the past, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows me. You go on in, uh, suddenly, like, a um, bunch of people look up at, uh, they're like, Oh, great! It's Sharptooth. <sighs> Give, like, the thumbs up as they walk in. Nah. Uh, will stand kind of closer to Simon, uh, because his thing is he wants to help people, and he, uh, realizes that like that he doesn't fit in here the most so um it'll just be a little bit closer to simon yeah simon's probably got the nicest clothes out of all three of you right now it doesn't um, even have dirt on it yeah <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm guessing it's not i'm guessing that simon doesn't have like noble clothing it's not like purple silk or anything like that but it's obviously that of a scholar no, but he, he does know what soap is and how, how to clean clothes. And, that's, and it that's isn't why... several years old. <laughs> King tries to get a sur- survey of the place. What does this place look like? So it looks like pretty much you're just think of a, an old rundown sort of uh, tavern where people don't care that it's rundown. They're not coming here for atmosphere. Well, coming here for atmosphere. They're not coming here for the atmosphere from the decor. They're coming here for a drink uh, and maybe do some uh, underhanded dealings and whatnot, under-the-table stuff. I go so much crime in the hours of the day. <laughs> like, no, we're, not here for, we're not here for... Oh, yes. 
to to recap, I did forget to recap that you are specifically looking for um, the uh, Volo's friend Floon, who was kidnapped uh, a while ago. He was he was last seen here uh, with Volo. Volo had left early, and that's the last he saw of him. So you're looking for clues for trying to find Volo's friend Floon. So if you remember during that conversation, everyone got like money, and I'm pretty sure like Sharptooth ignored that whole explanation of what, and just was like counting and biting coins the whole time. Oh, are you doing that in character? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's very much like he just like showed up. He just followed you guys because you guys at one point gave him money because of it. If if I remember right, I think it was on uh, redheaded elf or something. He was a redheaded human. Oh, okay. um, uh, pretty good looks. Pretty good looks. Okay, so elfish, but not. The uh, the <laughs> shop owner gave us a heads up that he had seen um, somebody with the same tattoo as from the gang war was um, had like roughed him up. Yes, uh, he was. Yeah. They were seen to have been jumped nearby, uh, just outside the tavern. Mm -hmm. Um. His shop is not far, far, far away. So he's. You can see his shop. You can see the tavern from, from his shop, more or less. It was um. It was the winged serpent. Yes. Uh, tattoo. Uh, 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 yeah. Xanathar's. Uh, uh, this one is Zintarin. Ah. Zintarin. I will say the music is oddly cheery right now. Just a heads up. Yeah, I, I didn't think about getting like um, uh, rowdy. Uh, tavern music, so we're just going to go with my traditional tavern music that I use for every tavern. <laughs> well, I, would... I think uh, Rock King would know a little about the CD Underground because he kind of makes a point to um, you know, know about these things. Um, is, is, the, is the theorem I'm correct <laughs> in remembering? It's kind of like a, like a, they run things from the shadows. They're like the uh, the mafia more or less um i don't know the specifics uh of the entire thing just lore wise but they are one of the major crime syndicates in the city yes i think xanathar's is more more of the the mafia side of things where right yeah um but you could see them as like warring you know instead of warring fam families they're just warring factions mm -hmm. Um, so I, I, uh, I, uh, sketch out the, the symbol of the snake with the wings, and, um, I want to go up to the bartender and show him and go, you ever see this symbol? Yeah, I see it. Uh, now, it's a to you. Was it a costume gut parade going on or something? Looking for a guy. Wore this as a brand. Roughed up a friend of mine. Well, that's no skin off my nose. Kind of goes back to just whatever bartenders do, cleaning glass. <laughs> His uh, persona breaks and he goes, I don't think he knows anything. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Brutrix stayed back when Rat King went to the uh, bar to give him space. 
but after seeing a rat king not being treated with like uh, with respect, Bruchik walks up behind Rat King and says, "Excuse me, I believe my friend asked you a question. Could you please help him out?" Oh well, isn't it little Cuddy Tushi? Oh, uh, as he gets a look at you, that you're a pretty big bugbear, and while you may be a gentle giant, you are still pretty intimidating. So go ahead and make an intimidation check. Yeah, I climb up on a on a stool, stool bar, <laughs> trying to get there. Uh, which one? Think of the intimidation. Brew trick, please. Okay. We'll we'll try it. Um, oh, I forgot to update my terribly slow uh, <laughs> computer. <laughs> Oof. Probably go to your character. Okay. There go. Six. Yeah, it was only a six. They kind of like, so, yeah, he kind of looks at you as like, ah, ah, you want information, it's going to cost you money. What you got? Like a bribery. Yeah, that's what we call it. Yeah. I'm familiar. Uh, Brutrick reaches for the pouch on the side of his um, hip. And says, would one gold work? Make a persuasion check. He's like, I have ten of these. Would one of them work? (laughs) (laughs) You go, Brutrick, it took you, uh, took you months to earn up, to pay off that debt. Don't worry, I won't break anything in here. (laughs) Oh, I mean, it would be pretty neat because I know we talked about a possible clumsiness dice. That's that's true. Um, luckily, you can't break gold coins. Uh, he yeah. looks at he kind of looks at it. And he goes, like, one gold piece is probably not a lot for like crime syndicate information uh, or uh, for for crime syndicate or anything like that. But at the end of the day, this guy is probably still just a bartender. He's like, yeah, all right, all right. What's the guy you're looking for? So I assume you describe him. Yes. As a, so it's the good-looking human with reddish hair? Yeah. All right, so. I mean, he's gorgeous. I mean, you can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah, well, there were two of them. Yeah, one was Volo, one was Floon. No, there's that Volo guy. The Volo guy left. Another one came. And there's two of them. Both have wavy red hair. Honestly, kind of jealous of it. It would They would have really nice hair. But after that Volo guy left, uh, the one red-haired guy stuck around long enough, and uh, then another red-haired guy came in. And um, honestly, the uh, the red guy, I'm pretty sure, was uh, Renair Never Ember. Uh, anybody familiar with the city would know that the Never Ember is the previous... Uh, the the Renair Never Ember would be the son of the previous Open Lord of the city, Dregalt Never Ember. The Open Lord being, like, the uh, governor... More or less, like the head, the head of the uh, the government here. Um, oh wow! So, so as a character, I think I know what may have happened. But sorry, as a person, but I don't think right. I would have put it together. Um, uh, on I the think- mention of on the mention of um, Renair and Neverember, someone nearby kind of just looks over. He's like, "Ah, ship off the old block that one." Yeah. Another one just uh, also pipes in. Um, uh, yeah, it's just another rich, spoiled noble 
likes to rub our noses in it. Just comes down here and just buys things. Anyway, ignoring those two, go back to your drinks. This is my information. It doesn't come cheap. Ignoring those two, uh, the two red-haired folks, uh, they drank a few rounds, played some three-dragon ante, and then they left, uh, I don't know, probably around midnight. But uh, then five of them, five men, followed them out. And that's the last we saw them. Five, a uh, couple of them I noticed, had that symbol tattooed on them. Snake with the wings. You saw Well, not the actual snake with the wings, but somebody with that tattoo. Yes. Uh, the pieces are coming together. Do you, do you see any of those five men here tonight? Haven't seen them since. Nope. But uh, if you got another gold coin, I can tell you where to meet to meet them. Seems pretty fair. Okay. And Bruchik hands another gold coin. Big second gold coin. So go ahead and make sure you subtract those two coins from your from your inventory. Great. Um, I ask. I ask if um. Do you think? Uh, either Floon or Renar got into got into some trouble. Well, he's taking the coin. And says, "I don't think they got into trouble, but you know, he's uh, you know, a couple of rich, good-looking guys in this part of town." Not, I mean, uh, is, not the best. Just, Granted, tens going out, after... Tens out of tens. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> um, anyway, bites the bites the coin. Ow! Oh, oh, yeah, that's a real coin. Ow, ow. Chip the tooth. Anyway, look for the oh. snake on the symbol of a door at a warehouse on Candle Lane. Oh, God, tooth. <laughs> if you need the name of a good dentures, uh, denture place, I know oh, a Oh, I've gotten I've got insurance. Then I, <laughs> then I uh, you know, turn around. My cape does a flourish, and I cover my face, and I um, run to the shadows. Make us make a stealth make a stealth check. Rocking is fairly new at this. <laughs> This, you, this is like Rat King. This is Rat King Year One. Hey, it, you wow. you stomp away in a um, Phantom of the Opera style, and yeah, exactly. holding the cape over your face. Cape Crusader from Inspector Gadget. But no, with the twenty-one, you do manage to sneak away, uh, mostly unseen. Uh, whether or not that's because of your skill or because nobody really cares, you don't know. <laughs> or a three but feet you tall, you know. <laughs> and that you're short. That, that definitely helped. Um, and with that. Hat. And bad lighting. Uh, with that, uh, so you were, the information you were given specifically were, was go to the warehouse on Candle Lane uh, and look for a snake symbol on the door. Mm-hmm. Say sharp tooth. Do you get all that? You were paying attention, right? Who are the ones now? <laughs> Imagine <laughs> sharp tooth uh, just trying to hand out like like uh, headshots or something at random people in the bar, <laughs> or like uh, tickets to like his next show. He's trying to sell them to people. As he's like going table to table, it's like, oh, I want to see a show. I got a, one heck of a show. Uh, are, are they going to be ladies? No, it's me. So there's not going to be any ladies. No, it's always the question. It's just me. 
Have you thought about maybe getting like backup dancer ladies? Frankly, yes, because of all of this. But just me for now. The more people that come, the more money I can spend on ladies. That's a business adventure. Uh, well, make a make a um uh a persuasion check. Can I cast? I'm also going to cast friend on at least this one character. Okay, yeah. So you get it with advantage. Yep. <laughs> You're gonna sell those tickets. <laughs> sell these tickets. <laughs> it's a one man show. <laughs> Help me to get the ladies. <laughs> all base all the time. Oh, I didn't even put... I'm sorry, I was uh sixteen. Okay. Um I'm expecting it to be piped to uh, uh roll twenty because that's how I always play, so uh excuse me, I had the I forgot to look at the wrong the other window. But I have it open. Uh, 16. Um, he's like, well, I've been cooped up a lot. And I don't know, maybe maybe you'll get a lady or two before the show. Maybe. All right, how, how much are they? Uh, because this, the, not the copper, the... Silver? silver. Yeah, just one silver. Yeah. Uh, I got three copper. Ah, take it. <laughs> uh, all right. There. Takes takes the ticket, which is probably written on, like, the back of a, a napkin or something. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> and it's like, this has been trying to be sold at a couple times. Like, it's... It's got well stains. Worn. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you don't have enough money to print up new tickets, so it's just the same ones every time? Yeah. Just <laughs> the ground after. I've never had but a yeah. character that's done that. <laughs> You've had, uh... Three, three copper to your your thing. Maybe you could buy I don't know a cow trap or two. With that, yeah. Um, you may continue. So we uh, get outside. Um, something starts squeaking from the Rat King's cloak, and uh, <laughs> he goes, "Oh, oh my goodness! I almost forgot it's feeding time." And uh, he pulls out a little, uh, a little white rat. It's not dirty or anything, nice and clean. And uh that and I'm gonna give it a little bit of cheese and I go, There you go, Clementine. Supper time, there you go. Eat it all. Ah, that's a good girl. <laughs> and I Is throw that it back there in my the whole time. What? Um yeah, what what about it? I, I honestly just never saw it. I, that's why I'm confused. <laughs> She's usually pretty quiet. Yeah. Is there enough space in there for her? It's like, obviously, yeah. All right. Oh, my, ga oh my gadgets, you know, all my cool stuff. And a rat. You know, if you got a really good beard on you, you could just put it in the beard. <laughs> he goes, uh, I'm uh, too young to grow beers. Um, <clears throat> Not that I'm young. Well, you know, well, yeah, not that I'm young, you know. Hey, let's open that door, huh? Let's open <laughs> the door. <laughs> so you head back out to the city. Yeah, so he said uh, Candle candle Lane or something? Candle Lane. So that is up... Uh, oh, did I... Yes, I did mark it. It's over here. So I do have... Um, for, for whatever it's relative, 
irrelevant. Mm. Um, my favorite terrain is urban. Um, okay. And I have the urchin um, background. Which... Right, so you can basically cut travel time in half. Um, oh, wow. So what I will do is... I don't know if those, roll... things, if those things like cancel each other out or not, but uh, I do have... Um, the urchin background just lets me get around the city faster because I know shortcuts. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and roll on my uh, city encounters tables that I that I have. And uh, if something small comes up, we'll do it. If something big comes up that would be distracting, uh, you'll just go ahead and skip it. Your, your background for clinging to the ship uh, to uh, the hull of a ship makes you be able to uh, travel around the city more. Because I'm a street urchin. So whenever a ship goes down the middle of the street, like in Speed 2, Cruise yeah. Control. Remember Speed 2, Cruise Control? Yeah. The best place. There was an anchor, there was an anchor <laughs> like on that, uh, on that <laughs> There was. Okay, so... So I don't want to deprive us of like a cool encounter. But, um, oh, no, 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 don't worry. It's just that um, so this is just a bunch of random ones. Some would be more distracting than others. Um, however, as you are heading your way on Candle Lane, you're like, come on, guys, I know I know a shortcut. And you get up to, I don't know, maybe about here, heading through some of the, uh, the alleyways. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, I need you to make a dexterity check, Joey. I will be right back. Anyone want to wait? Uh, yeah, we can just wait. Give me a chance to read. No, just a few seconds. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Uh, dexterity check. Yes. Sixteen. Your mousy sense tingles, and you step out of the way. Coming crashing down, uh, just just where you were standing, uh, is a gross pile of sludge liquid, seemingly coming from the sky. What? Someone like pouring out their uh, their leftovers? As you look up, you see that somebody has emptied a chamber pot. And not, and, and I don't mean their their supper. <laughs> it is a chamber pot. Oh, watch your step. That's great. Hey, we're walking. We're walking here. <laughs> he looks down at you and he says, huh. ah, don't bother me. You got no idea who you're, who you're messing with. Goes back in and closes, shuts the uh, shutters. How, how unsanitary. And not very he, nice. He thinks he's important. I wonder if he has something to hide. Where else are you supposed to put it? He's revealing far too much already. <laughs> Looking on the there, ground, hey. you see that there are several stains of probably empty chamber pots over the last, you know, who knows however long. This seems to be his normal emptying area. I, I yell up, hey, we have our keep water, keep water deep clean campaign going on. You're not helping by filling your Spilling your leftovers all over the ground. 
someone in a upper uh, level on the other side of the alley opens their thing and is like, shut up, we're trying to go to bed. Ah, I don't know why I say I'm a little bit like Brace Bass Race. <laughs> I have three voices I could do at max, so. <laughs> I, oh, he said he sounded like a monkey. Yeah. He's like, hey, trying to go to sleep. Get the hell out of our uh, alleyway. Yeah, I, I, I do say, I, I, I do recall somebody saying that uh, this city, uh, the uh, the streets uh, flowed with gold, but uh, I, I did not believe it was in this sense. You know what they say, one man's treasure, trash, another man's treasure, oh, whatever. And then Brutrix is going to kind of step over around all the filth and just keep going. Uh, actually, that that meant and just uh, trails off and, uh, and very, very, very nervously follows suit. Very happy nobody made a corn joke after the gold, or unhappy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you make your way to the uh, one side of Candle Lane. Gloom envelops a narrow alley as dark as a dungeon and as odorous as one too. Nearly all the street lamps have been smashed. The only light that pierces the darkness is a faint. Flickering from down the lane, like a distant candle. The uh, buildings here are so tall, they sort of engulf any of the light uh, that would reach this thing. So, several stories tall for a good portion of the alley. It is pretty much dusk to, to midnight right now, anyway, it's night. But even in the daytime, it would be eerily dark. I go, uh, sweet irony. That candle lane would reek of such, of such darkness. Can you explain that? I, I don't get it. Is that a joke? He goes, uh, well, yeah, I was, uh, trying... <clears throat> oh, yeah, oh, never mind. I was just, uh... <laughs> oh, look, a warehouse! <laughs> you do come up to the end of the street, and there is a warehouse directly across the street from the flickering light, a, uh, which is the street lamp. Um... The, the light does illuminate a black wicked snake symbol painted on the door. They're not even hiding it. <laughs> it's not like a big thing on the door. I should say I meant like the... Uh, it's actually on the door handle, so... Just above the door handle. So it's not It's not like saying, hey, where's the Zentarum? It's like, hey, where's the Zentarum? It's not like just a giant <laughs> banner in front, like with yeah. the arms. It's like, Zentarum. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's the big bad guy, is one of those inflatable, flailing tube arm guys. Uh, <laughs> Terrifying. Remind me again, the Zentarum were being questioned by the, uh, by the fantasy cops. Correct. Every, everything that you've seen so far seems to indicate that not, not only the, the ones that you passed by were the Zentarum, or the survivors were the Zentarum, but everything related to, um, everything related to, uh, Flute's disappearance is the, uh, they were that. suspecting maybe they were mugged by, or the those guys, the police were saying that a Xantar might have been involved with, with that. But. So, in fact, just I don't think note, it was very far away from here where they were doing that. I should say that this is also, um, you were on the backside of a two-story house, this where, or the building. The, the warehouse is a two-story building. Um, it's sort of the front is 
up on a street level, which is up at the, uh, the the base level. But on the backside where you are, you're down an entire level, and there is like a rock wall to the to the to the north side of this, uh, where the front thing is. So you're in, you're in the back. Let me actually bring you over the map, see if I can describe it a little better. It's all dark. Right, so. <laughs> oh, not mousy rat king. So you're going to be in the bottom left-hand corner of this. I will bring everybody over onto the map momentarily. There we go. Short people in front. <laughs> and the warehouse stands in the back of an outer yard behind a high fence. Inside the courtyard, what you can see through the fence are... Two doors, one big, large one, which has um, uh, does have the symbol uh, on it. A small one down here, which looks like just a person door for people to go in. And then there's also a window up here. Is the store? Uh, oh, what is the store like? A it's a it's a gate, so it's a fence gate. The gate. I'm guessing it's, is it chained up or anything? You go up and chain. Uh, it is not. Doesn't appear to be locked either. Is there even a guard? Make a perception check. I would love to do that. That's why I'm letting you do it because it's fun. <laughs> uh, Simon uh, is kind of like, like pulling his hat down over his eyes because it's kind of scary, so he doesn't see anything. <laughs> I, I don't see anybody uh, at station. Uh, are you? Sh perhaps they're closed. Eleven. Uh, Brute trick. Uh, doesn't see any guards around, uh, either in the courtyard or in the area that you can see. Perfect. Um, Basrath, uh, you, did, did yeah, you see something? Me. Did you see something through the window? Huh. Uh, I just saw something through the window. All right, it seems There's like... There's someone in there! Well, yeah, it's a big building, but I... In the window, right there, didn't you... Anyone else see it? Um, oh. I didn't. It was... Hey, I, take a, I take a look at the window. The window? Doesn't seem to be anybody in there now. Also, it is kind of dark in there, and I don't think the Rat King has dark vision? Ooh, Ironically. I can use my dark vision. <laughs> Um, so then, if I am now making like a, a specific attempt to look through the window, is that a different perception check? Or I would say you'd want to you'd want to get a little closer to actually examine it because okay. right now you're not you're not going to see anything. You saw like uh, Sharptooth saw something uh, pass by the window, or at least they think they did. They saw something. Yeah. Hmm. I'm I'm pretty most mostly sure that something just walked by right there. So you think that's up? Uh, should we call up, perhaps? Or maybe knock? I don't know if these are the type of people we want to know that we're coming. Could have a kidnapping situation in our hand. Well, we do. Isn't that why we're here? <laughs> Wait, should I be keeping my voice down? Th then yeah, should no. we not perhaps call the city watch? I am the city watch. 
<laughs> you are. Metaphorically, and I open this door. You head on in. The gate is not locked, and it opens, and does it does not have some trap that almost kills you, so you're free to, free to walk in. Brushik uh, follows Rat King in. Uh, feel, free, feel free to move your characters as you wish on this map. It is a map map. Well, the big question is, does it grow teeth and try to eat us? I do ask them. I'll be honest. I'm used to working alone. Used to be working... Need to find a voice. <laughs> used to be working alone here. We can be discreet, or we can be forward. Leave it up to you guys. Well, we could try discreet first, and then be forward second. <laughs> sort of like I have an idea. After we get caught, then be forward? Yeah! Is this... Is this window open or closed? The window itself is closed, but it is unshuttered. Uh, you can see in. I want... Sleight of hand, or stealthily try to open this window from outside. Okay, um... You do try to... Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Give me a slate of hand check for doing stealthily. Eat. Try to do it. Oh, I think my thing's stuck. And then you realize, oh, it's it's locked. The window is locked. I don't think any, can any of us pick the the lock. So yeah, thieves tools would be the thing to, to pick the lock with. Uh, you could try other things that would probably make it harder, or you could try and just bust it open, which would be strength based. Mm. Well, or to get inside the box. <laughs> what? Oh, how about I try to use my thieves tools? Okay, go ahead and make a thieves tools dexterity check. So, dexterity plus your proficiency bonus. You can actually set up uh, uh, custom skill checks, which I always do when I have like thieves tools or other other tool proficiencies. So it's it's, it's, oh, it's, a, it's a, just a regular roll. It's gonna be plus dexterity two. plus proficiency, so plus two. But essentially, that's what your skill checks are. It just lets you know if you have a bonus from an item or, or a potion or a spell effect, so or you are so proficient a, in it. So that'll be a dirty twenty. That'd be a dirty 20. Uh, yeah. Ah, I left the lock on the outside. Really easy to open. Yeah, it's weird. Huh. <laughs> if you look behind yourself, uh, you'll notice that, um, uh, that Simon is actually making notes as he watches you. <laughs> and I want to open it up ever so slightly, and I want to send Clementine in there. Okay, uh, well, give me, give me, a, mo give me a moment. I need to I need to refresh the page because the, the Roll20 is doing the thing to me where it opens up. If you open up a, a monster stat block or, or like a character stat block, it will uh, not let me open it anymore okay. until I well, refresh the page. <laughs> let me take that back. So I'm thinking of a, of, of a familiar that I can see through, but technically this is just a little pet. 
You could probably have trained the pet, but you wouldn't be able to communicate with it in any sort of way, so yeah. Like, will you let me, like, see what they see? Or... I won't let you see what they see, but we could say that you could have it do a little reconnaissance, come back and squeak at you, and maybe you understand a little bit. Yeah, will you let me, like, have a basic understanding of a mouse? <laughs> Wait, I will, I will give you a chance for that to happen, yes. Okay. But, uh... Go ahead and have the rat roll a stealth check. Right, Clementine's squeak in Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had speak. I don't want to keep making little excuses like I speak to animals. <laughs> stealth checks, so that'll be a dex. Guess it would be dex for, for the rat. Thirteen? Yep. Uh, yeah, so the rat goes around. Uh, as soon as I can open this up, I will... There we go. I think once um, I get my subclass, I'll be able to do stuff like that, but not, not maybe quite yet. Oh, the fun of being a level one character. Yep. Can't do anything. <laughs> Just, uh, there we go, so get set. Oh, that's a... Nah! Sorry, it's, uh... My normal, my normal, uh... There's Toggle. Trying to, trying oh, to set I something did. up so it could make it easier for me, and it, it wasn't already set up, but I'm used to it. Okay. All, all I hear, Mark, is excuses. But they're good excuses. Uh, gets... So, what you can see from the, uh, window is roughly this. Nice. Bunch of boxes and everything, and, uh, there is a clear upper floor over you. That's some sort of landing or something, and this is the, uh, ground floor. Uh, you put Mousey, the, the mouse through, Clementine through. Gets a little bit after, after a moment, you, uh... You hear <laughs> like a hiss and a meow from a from a cat, and uh, Clementine comes running back to you. They have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> we better turn back. <laughs> Is Clementine okay? Yeah, she's fine. That's good. <laughs> So what yes, I'm thinking is I'm I'm just wondering what are we going to do? Are we just going to try and find someone and beat them up and ask them questions? What what are we what are we doing here? Beat beat Could up. potentially be within my character. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> Isn't that a bit rash? I said, that's a bit rat, and I jump in the, door, the window. <laughs> How far is the window off the ground? Uh, it's no, it's normal size, so it's probably um, just a couple of feet. Easy enough for any athletic short person to get through, or any normal sized. Sorry if someone had to, like, throw me through it. I think Richard, <laughs> if, if Sharptooth would allow him yeah. to, like, to, like, do the little kid where it's just, like, yeah, under the arms and just gonna put them in. <laughs> and then I'll, so, uh, Brutrick will watch, well, 
Simon, do you want to come through the window? N not, not particularly, but I, I suppose I'm, I have to. Yeah, best to stick together. I'm going to go through the window, but I'm going to wait for you to go first just so nobody grabs you when we're all inside. <laughs> Someone would do that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you never been back grabbed before? Once I jump in, I immediately find the nearest cover and I kind of make myself hidden. Okay, so there are um, several boxes uh, surrounding this sort of thing, so uh, you can easily just get into the place without exposing yourself and get a, get a bit of a look around of the, uh, the room. The blackout rooms remind me so much of StarCraft. <laughs> so there's a thing here, and I, don't, I didn't have it set up for this one, that um, they can do real-time lighting. And you have to set up all the boundaries and everything like that and, and things like that. I have it set up for a future map. Uh, we will use that as a test to see, A, if everybody's computer can handle it. <laughs> B, if it's if it's enjoyable in, in even sort of tight quarters uh, like that. Because there's a neatness to it, but at the same time, there's um, oh, cumbersomeness to it. And you can't see what other people are doing, and it can get kind of boring. Uh, if everybody's around a quarter fighting something and you're like, oh, it sounds like they're having a great time over there. Well, I can't see it. So, but we'll, we'll see when you get to that point. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, when I used it, it was kind of buggy too. Like, remember that map that the whole thing just came visible? Yeah, it's for, it's gotten a little better and I do a little bit of testing. So, mm. but we'll yeah. see. I mean, I'd love to try it just to see. I mean, if I'm yeah. having this much trouble with the dice thing. <laughs> We'll see. It might be because it's not using 3D technology. It might just it might not run as badly. So mm -hmm. in any case, let me let me describe the area. Yes, uh, from what you can see, tables and chairs have been carelessly tossed across the floor. Bunch of boxes all around. Um, are in your area? It's mostly boxes. the 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 tables and such are a little bit out here. Um, just glancing around, you don't immediately see anybody, and, uh... Is the... There's also... I should actually... Yeah, let me let me do this. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to... I'm thinking at the same time. <laughs> if you will look... Oh, come on, open the right thing. There we go. If you will look to your... The right side of this... Yep. You will see... You will notice that there is an upper floor to this thing. Um, sort of like an overlooking balcony. Up here is a crane, which lowers down. It looks like that's how they move some big things around from the upper floor to the lower floor. Uh, you are currently underneath just uh, uh, an overhead part of that thing. This entire area that you're in right, at, right over here is covered. Okay. Do I see evidence of... um? Like any blood stains or anything on the on the ground, like maybe someone make, being interrogated. Make a perception check. Uh, just to check, when you were saying about the tables earlier, have they been like knocked over, or are they just haphazardly um, set up somewhere? Uh, they look to be knocked over, or at least carelessly moved around. 
not, okay. not so much as like out of the way, but just yeah. like where these tables should be standing. There, they're either broken or, or knocked over. Okay. Um, Brutrick would also like to make a perception check to see if there's um, any sign of. Um, I guess would would I would were we ever described what the person was wearing that night? You were described the clothing, yeah, but um, go ahead and make anybody assume that make perception or investigation checks. Uh, with the ten, you don't see anything from your point of view. There are too many boxes in the way. I'm I'm going to be investigating the boxes themselves. Okay, uh, looking around, uh, you don't. Well, even with a nine, it's not that hard to look inside of a box. Uh, you find uh, a box crate full of sandals. But these these sandals aren't in style. They went out of style last year. No, Mousy owns, owns three pairs. <laughs> Bertrick, with your 16... And I have dark vision. And your dark vision, so you're not hindered here. Um... You don't quite see something, but you you hear a lot of different types of sounds. Get over to there. They're all kind of like disjunct, uh, disconnected, disjuncted. Or is that a word? Um, just, they all seem to be coming from this. Yeah. This what? Just disjointed. Just, uh, yeah, that's that's probably what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, but they are all coming from the same area. Okay. Was that? Is there an area in the room like it would be more to the over there to the side? to the east side of the ground level? Okay. Uh, is so it common? Yeah, Brutrick, um kind of crouches down to pee with everyone, uh, <laughs> and whispers, "I can hear some things coming from over there," and then point to the direction. Um, we we can get closer, but we'll have to be. Uh, stealthy. Would anyone that like to come with me? That's no problem. That was... The knight is my ally. <laughs> um, you and said it was from either side of, like, right, right here and right here. All coming from roughly this area. So the, the, the southeastern sort of, um, area of the building. Because I know Brutrick's going to want to um, just peek around the corner a bit more. Uh, okay. I, I believe the height will allow him to just stand over the boxes that are currently there. So with, with that case, I'd like everybody to go ahead and make a stealth roll with advantage, and Brutrick just make a normal stealth roll. Yeah. So, not advantage. And uh, what does Sneaky do to um, to the role? Uh, what do you mean Sneaky? Oh, the uh, the character, there's a race trait? Yeah. Should do it Should do it automatically. It, it adds your yeah. uh, proficiency. Okay, perfect. To your, uh, your stealth. 16. 16. Oh. None of you seem to catch the attention of anything else in the room. Um, looking in the specific area, Brutrick, you do see something. You see this. 
It is a short avian creature with long beak and black feathers, sort of looking south, seemingly talking to someone. The the sounds that they are making are a weird mix, jumping in and out from common sound effects, um, different vocal patterns, I should say. Uh, but it's all coming from one creature. So it's almost like a parrot talking, just... In a sense, yeah. Yeah, just look, looks more raven-like. Yeah, I would actually say it's more like a lyre bird that looks like a raven. Oh, okay. Lyre birds are less commonly known. Yeah, but so, they so, make... sounds. Yeah, they're, they're like the parrots on crack. Yeah, yeah. they do R2-D2s. A little bit, yeah, they can. <laughs> um, so, Brutrick's gonna tell Hey, everyone, there's a... There's like a bird person over there so I think there's a bunch of people in this room do you think we want to avoid them and go upstairs or do you want to sneak up on I'd them say to, I'd say to them uh, that would be a that would be a kenku a common sight in the underbelly of the city you would uh, make a history check real quick Joey okay well I feel like a reporter would know about these. Mm, I can do it with advantage. Or dictate my character for me, would you? <laughs> well, that's the thing is that you you make a thing and then I do a roll to give you more information. I'm not yeah, saying no, this yeah, isn't yeah. something you're doing, but you would definitely know what a kenku is, and this is a kenku, obviously. Uh, you would also know that these are not these would not be these would be less likely to be part of the Zentarum. And more likely part of the Xenathar guild. Whether or not that means anything here, you don't know, but that's the information you recall. So I say, uh, I know the Xantar guild um, employs Kenku on the regular. I don't think these this is, uh, they're part of the Xanathar, the uh, Synthirum organization. This is very suspect. Do you think they're hostages, too? Uh, you would look around and see them moving around and not hindered by anything. They're, they're actually, the one you see has a weapon. Oh. Except it's holstered, but it's it's, uh, it's he still has one. I think we might be seeing a corporate takeover. Uh, I have met a, f a few before. Um, a, a very excellent scribes. Uh, but um, n never seen one armed before. Well, they have wings, so. Ah, aha! Uh, uh -huh. uh, very funny. Uh, Damn it, Joe! You get inspiration. Can't resist a good dad joke. <laughs> okay, so um, this one hasn't seen us. I think we try to sneak upstairs, or is it is it possible? That one of the group of people over there is Loon? Or do you think they'd keep him upstairs if he wanted to be upstairs? Because I mostly want to get to that guy and get out. Said so we won't know until we look. This one starts more walking north. It's just kind of looking through the boxes. Is this, um, 
Can we go under this stairway? Uh, no. The stairway is pretty much filled with just... Directly under the stairway is filled with boxes. Uh, directly behind the stairway, the, the two squares to the north of that, uh, is a wall. Okay. Well, I'm gonna vote upstairs, because usually you keep the good stuff upstairs. <coughs> I'm okay with... I want... Okay, um... Sorry, go ahead. I, I mostly want to not fight uh, if I can help it, so I'm also voting for upstairs. I say, how about a, how about a distraction? And I want to fire an arrow <laughs> to the wall right around like here. Okay. Uh, go ahead and, if that's what you want to do right now, go ahead and make a dexterity... Let's go ahead and make an attack. We'll, we'll call it an attack. And see if you can hit the wall. What, what is the AC of walls? I have to look that up. <laughs> I, that wall has, a mo has the mobile feet. <laughs> you, uh... The wall actually starts to crumble and the building begins to collapse. You do oh. hit the wall right there. <laughs> Goes over to investigate. Uh, looks straight up uh, at it. Looks down to the south. Uh, it says, Crossbow! Another one comes up. And what do you guys do? Make I want to try to rush up the stairs. Yeah, make, rush up the stairs. Everybody make a stealth check with advantage, please. Everybody who's doing this, I should say. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Darn it, Simon. No, no, <laughs> advantage, so... Advantage. Not your fast. I think I'm okay. Oh, uh, could... I'm just wondering, uh, play-wise, how do we incorporate the, the possible clumsiness dice? Uh, is that oh, yeah, that's right. We want to do something. I feel like I'm I'm rolling too good, and I would say well. So this would be the distraction. I'll say whenever you're handling something that's supposed to be dexterity, I will have you, and I, it's something that you could easily just be clumsy with. Mm -hmm. Um, I will have you roll a percentile for that, and we'll Perfect. we'll we'll work from there. Um, DM's discretion. I always <laughs> wonderful and terrifying at the same time. Wild magic rolls. Um. With that, uh, uh, sharp tooth, can you roll a second time because you get an advantage? What? What was that? Eleven. 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 <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> so with that, Rat King, you very easily make it to the stairs and begin to ascend. Dun, 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 dun. Patrick and Simon are about to go, but Sharptooth's going next. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the Kenku at the door, or the thing, turns around because crossbow bolts get fired from the opposite ends of where they came from. Yeah. So he does a 180 and sees you running across. And he goes, Attackers! Basically just like that, too. I'm not, it wasn't me messing up my voice. <laughs> and I need everybody to roll initiative. Like, and then I shoot him with a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to clear all these off. Okay, everybody, please roll initiative. 
I got a zero. Classic Simon. Right, right, down, left. Uh, let's see. I need to add sharp tooth. Every time we, we do the sharp, sharp tooth, I think of I think of Lane four times. Yeah. <laughs> sharp tooth got a twenty-three. What's the natural twenty? goes up to a 20. So natural 20s generally only work in matter in combat, although as a DM, I prefer them to just automatically work on most skill checks anyway. Uh, and then Brutrick got a 17. Oh, this is a, this is a, which is which is what I rolled when I when I put it, put them into the chat. Or in the thing. Okay. Perfect. And let me set the scene with some music. Hey, this is this is the Rat King's favorite favorite song. Rat battle. Rat battle. Yep. That sharp tooth. You are up first, as uh, the Kenku has now pointed your way and shouted, "Intruders!" Uh, I'm gonna shoot. Grab my own uh, crossbow and try shooting that one. Uh, now that I'm, I guess, suppose I'm pretty lined up with him, and he looked took a 180. So I yeah, you can. You... <laughs> you can easily see him. The, the the stairs won't won't be blocking you at all. Okay. Twenty-one will hit. I think that's the first time I've ever <laughs> everything in the last battle. And do uh, max damage too. Wow. Uh, that one really hurt that Kenku. Is he, he, he gets it like right in the clavicle, and his wing just just, just sort of spasms a little bit. And you're like, ah, ah, ah. Anything else? Right in the kisser. <laughs> Anything else? Sharp teeth. Okay. Uh, with that, it is not Brutrix's turn yet. As, let me, uh, clear up some of the things. So, Mousy, now that you are up, on top, uh, where's the correct tool? That I, there it is. You'll get a better view of the upper floor. So if you'll go to the right side of the screen, you will in shortly just see that exposed. Nothing up there that I can see. There should have been. Let me fix that. Topo layer. There we oh. go. <laughs> and I will move you over to here. Um... You also can see. You also can see the rest of the ground floor now that I think about it. So let me let me bring that one up too. Um, the one up there hasn't seen me though, right? Uh, probably not. There's a big big thing of stairs in the way. You do see a fourth one of these uh, at the on the just to the east as well. So there are a total of four that you can see. Upstairs, I will describe really quick before we continue. Uh, the second level is stacked with crates where it overlooks the main warehouse. There are, there's a crane, several other boxes, uh, tables, random things. Um, the only other thing is that you see in the bottom down here, several, several corpses. Mm -hmm. No redheads, but several corpses. For sure. Five people. Not just bodies, but just, they're absolutely dead. Uh, you can't tell from over here, but they appear to be pretty motionless. This upper 
Kenku is up next, and he's going to run over here to the behind the crane and take a pot shot at Sharptooth. Uh, with a short bow. Uh, it, there it goes. Okay. Uh, does a 13 hit? Yes. Right. You take five piercing damage as you get a taste of your own medicine. This one doesn't quite hit the clavicle, but it might as well have. It hurts just the same. <laughs> Mark, we're level <laughs> one. Well. That's what you get for jumping into a warehouse. <laughs> Next up is this one behind the uh, boxes. It doesn't know where anything is, and it's just going to go ahead and go over here and take the dodge action. Because you're at level one. <laughs> Bertrick. Bertrick. Uh, so what I want to do is I want to pick up Simon... And, uh, not nah, because I feel it would just be putting him in a grapple hold, so it wouldn't actually help moving him anywhere. Um, um yeah, pretty much. You're, you're probably a, either Sharptooth or Rat King. You could probably move at normal speed because they are both small creatures, mm -hmm. uh, or in sort of thing like that. But, um, right now, you and you and Simon are kind of hidden from the Kenku, they, they seem to all see Sharptooth. Uh, and maybe Mousy, or Rat King, but uh, you two are still behind all the boxes. Alright, so I'm going to uh, turn, Butrick's going to turn to Simon and say, Be quiet, just stay safe, little buddy. And then, uh, I'm going to start moving in. Uh, I would like to get, cause I, don't, I don't think I can move. Oh. We'll let you know I'm at half health. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I want to get in between you and the... Five, ten. So you, if you want to move to, like, right here? Yeah. So, yeah, you can, you can easily get to that spot, yeah. Because yeah. you can always climb over some of these boxes as well. They're just giving you cover. They're not impassable. And um, I think that's all I can... Oh, I do have darts. I have... Oh, yes. Uh, I would like to use my dart on the Henku. Uh, Probably the one that was hit. Yes. What What is the range on a dart? Should, is it twenty? Twenty. So this will be a disadvantage because he is thirty feet away. All right. Um, so how do I make sure it's disadvantage? Uh, just roll twice. Uh, if you don't have the Beyond Twenty set up. You can take uh, control I, when you roll over it, it and the dice will turn to a minus. That's that's with Beyond 20. That's with the script. I don't know if oh. they got that set up. Otherwise, just roll twice and it's okay. Twenty-four does hit. Feel free to roll again to see if you get a natural twenty. Oh, this is disadvantage. We have to see if it. Yeah. I was thinking it was advantage. <laughs> Come on, you can do it. Almost. You're a dart master. Not as good as the last one. 
But 15 still hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Piercing. Four hours later, the roll finishes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, if you go into your... Oh, you're not using beyond 20. Yeah, that's the... We'll, we'll get we'll get them set up for that for the next thing. Yeah. Four is enough to kill this as, as, it, as it tries to just pull out the... Uh, the uh, crossbow bolt that went into its clavicle, you throw a dart and like a, uh, a dartsman bullseye right into the same clavicle. And he's like, ah, yeah! goes falling down and he falls down dead. It's a natural darting, huh? <laughs> Is that the first time Fridrix ever killed someone? That's the first it on purpose. Hey, it's the first time on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, that's pretty canon. Yeah, you're gonna have, you're gonna have horrible PTSD after this. Never. Yeah, there there was that one time he was serving somebody in in the uh, in the bar, and he accidentally <laughs> turned around too fast and sent somebody into the pit. And... Well, we don't. But know I mean, that, died. <laughs> that happens once. That happens once every month. At yeah, least. I, it it doesn't count if you can't find the body. Yeah. <laughs> They could still always go Does he go like, oh, that's one birdie sleeping? <laughs> no. Virtue <laughs> will just like say say like a mug prayer, close his eyes, and get ready for the next whatever's to come. And that's the end of my turn. I mean, they are evil. They deserved it. <laughs> who are we to judge? Who, who am I to judge? What is so? So. So yeah, you basically say, um, so you said, like, whatever to come. Kanku comes up, and in your exact same voice, says the last couple of words back to you. Oh. And takes out a uh, short sword. Does a 14 hit? Yeah, uh, yes it does. 14, you take six piercing damage. How do I have more AC than you guys? Brutrick didn't put everything into dexterity. Remember, because it to make uh, make it more clumsy. Yeah, trying to trying to play like which is it's just counterintuitive to the class. Absolutely, yeah. I'm all for playing against against type. Rat King, you were up. I just want to make sure. DM me is saying making sure that us death. Um, or oh, that Sam put on her equipped her leather, but seems like she have she have more than thirteen. Uh, just be de leather is dexterity plus one plus. Okay, um, so just so you know, uh, she did not have her leather armor equipped. I did not. Oh, so what's it bring you up to? <laughs> What's it bring you so, up to? Um, fourteen. Still hits because yeah. they got a fourteen. So okay. with yeah. the the hit oh, the yeah. tie, hit goes the tie goes to the hitter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so but, make all yeah, the just remember in order to you have to equip your stuff. Okay. If you trick is naked, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Apologies for not uh, no, met, spotting that before we started. Still, yeah. it all worked out in the end. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna cross throw the one on the on the second floor. Okay. Hop up on a crate and cross 
Full attack. 22. 22 hits. For 7 damage as this thing it, it, it puts out a very, like, a cat yelp. Like, Mrah! As it uh, gets hit uh, in the chest with a crossbow bolt. And uh, you said you were going to jump on there. Okay. Anything else? Yeah. Nope. Simon, what says you? Uh, very, very nerdy and um, and terrified noises. But <laughs> uh, basically, it's going to move up to just behind that big box and is uh, watching what's going on. Uh, sees that uh, Bugbear is getting hurt and uh, uh, s s stop that! Uh, stop that! I say, uh, and uh, cast firebolt on the one that uh, uh, just uh, ended up slashing them. Uh, uh, an eight does not hit, unfortunately. Ah, uh, darn! I was hoping that was the damage. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so a bolt of fire just flies out uh, wildly. You're kind of like, stop that, I say, and then you duck down, but then you're like, oh, I gotta fire it, and then you reach your hand up and just blind fire, uh, and it, it yeah, goes... Yeah, ducks down at the same time <laughs> as firing. Unfortunately, misses. Anything else? Uh, that's all I can do. Level one, sharp tooth. Also, I didn't get any of my major... any of my spells back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> same day. <laughs> <laughs> Sharp tooth, you were up. So I'm gonna try running back for cover. Uh, okay. I totally got on there. Do you want to make it up the stairs? I don't know if that's still. <laughs> I, like I want to get pretty covered by these boxes because um, not, I'm not in a good place. That that could be useful because uh, cover um, a cover uh, assists with uh, with dodging pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna move twenty feet here, but I will still shoot. Uh, I know Brutrick is actually in between Sharptooth and the. You uh, can well, you can you can shoot before you move. So we'll, you'll just say that you take your shot and then run out of the way. The really annoying uh, tactic you have. Oh, the um, the bonus action of nimble escape. Well, no, you're not. You're not within reach anyway, so it won't matter. You can just oh, shoot yeah. and then move. There, there's no rule saying you have to move first. Um, uh, you you can, can pull a max pain and do a, do a dive uh, in slow motion behind something while firing. Yep. <laughs> so just go ahead and uh, roll your attack. Uh, six unfortunately does not hit as you as you're uh, you pretty much pull a Simon where you run run back and shoot at the same time. Yeah. Would you like to do anything else? Uh, you have Bardic Inspiration. It's probably the only yeah, thing I will you can do. Bardic Inspiration to Brutrick. Okay. With that, the Kenku at the top of the stairs uh, turns to the side, uh, run back behind some cover here, and then shoot his shortbow at Mousy or at Rat King. With a dirty 20 to hit. 
doing six piercing damage. But but Mousy isn't like... even here. That's how good his shot was. <laughs> I realized right before that turn started, I said, shouldn't I have just hid? But then I'll, I think, I don't think I can... Uh, you are you are a ranger and not a rogue, so if you're a rogue, you would be able to do this bonus action, but uh, as a ranger, you cannot. Why does me mean, like, I mean, there's a crate here that could have, like, popped yep. down. But, uh... Does he get cover? He would if he jumped down, but he's on top of the boxes. <laughs> he's gonna spend. This one's gonna spend the last of his movement, just kind of like running to the back of the uh, to the uh, upper floor. Joey, did you take your uh, damage? There you go. Uh, this, this next one is um, he runs back a bit you start hearing him messing with a lock Rutrik you're up uh, Rutrik's hurt pretty bad one more hit like that and I'm definitely dead so uh, so just, just to go over again, like, what does that do? Um, so Bardic Inspiration, after you roll a d20, but before you know the results, you can say, I want to use my Bardic Inspiration. It lasts for 10 in-game minutes. Uh, you can use that, and you get to roll a 1d6 and add it to your result. Okay. So it would work perfectly, because it takes forever for my dice to roll. <laughs> um, I do think I can do... Uh, they're going next turn, though, right? Uh, they will be, yeah. Uh, and then also, I know in my inventory, I have the healing, the herbalist. Oh, you have the healer's kits, right? Yeah. So I was just wondering about uh, just really quickly, how does that? So let me let me take a look to make sure exactly what you have. Just a so you have. Oh, you have an herbalism kit. So you can basically, I believe there are rules for this that you can make between games or during downtime, I should say, um, you can spend time to make potions. I'll have to look up the specifics, but there are, you would be able to do that. Um, In in combat right now, it's not really going to do anything unless you want to smack somebody with it. Perfect. All right. So if what you're trying to do is you, you want to kind of back run away, you can disengage as an action and then just kind of like run and hope they don't come after you. Yeah. I do have healing on my stuff and I probably should have done that instead of barking inspiration. Yeah. Because the thing is, is, I think I could punch it to death. But Barking inspiration is a, is a bonus action. Um, oh. And that heal is probably an action. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's uh, the heal you have is Healing Word, which is a bonus action. Oh, it says under time, 1BA. So Healing Word is the bonus action. Healing Touch is the action action. So if you want to do that instead, uh, we can retcon it and say that's what you did. It was yeah. just very and inspiring. Also, and you can also just do a regular attack if you didn't. So I hope. Well, she she did attack when it missed. Okay. Yeah, I tried well. shooting. Totally went off. <laughs> yeah, I will... 
Let me hear your hearing healing words. <laughs> <laughs> Does an awesome power ballad. So on spells, you can get, hit click cast on healing word down in the uh, the spell list. Yeah. Or you can you should you can click on the effect where it has the one d plus four. Just make sure that when you cast it, one of your spell slots has been used up. Go get him, Tiger! And you get six health back, Rudrick. Push me back up. It's everything you lost. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so Rudrick is feeling absolutely fantastic after healing, uh, although short and sweet, but very emotionally powerful. Go get him, Tiger. And so, um, Bridrick remembers his monk training and attacks the, um, Fencoon with all the ferocity of the tiger inside of him. <laughs> Go for it. Also, um, uh, Sharptooth, make sure that your, uh, spell slots, you only used one spell slot, so there should be only one of those checkboxes ticked, not two. Okay. Uh, you probably, you probably clicked it twice or something like that, so just, just make sure, so... You still have one more spell. I did For trick. Last uh, fight. Oh, okay. You're right. Then, then you've used both. Yeah, you use that uh, thunder, thunder thing. Well, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that hits just because you were gonna be inspired. So I'll give you a plus one. So it does hit the Kenku. All right, and so damage. And then I'm going to be doing a bonus action of punching it again. Yes. Ending. It's the audio of the time. Four. It's the will Four of damage the to it. And it's good because while you're rolling your next one, I can just describe the uh, the, the attack. So you take your first one, you, you just basically kind of like grab him by his cloak and then just smack him in the face. And then as you let go of his cloak, you kind of like flourish your hand a little bit to smack him a second time with your other hand. 25 will definitely hit. Oh, that's a natural 20. Yeah. Roll your damage. Get it. Give it a second. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. You'll see it is rolling your the extra dice for you automatically, so you could kill him. Whoa. Eventually. And it is enough to kill him. Wow. Hooray for murder. Come on, you, you basically take your other hand, you smack him across the head, and it cracks his neck. And he falls limp. Oops. And I drop the body <sighs> to the floor. <laughs> oh no, I broke the body. I'm going to be working here for the next year. <laughs> Anything else, Brutrick? <laughs> um, uh, Brutrick drops the body and um, looks back and gives a big thumbs up to uh, Sharptooth. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> That's the end of my turn. Okay. Next Genku is dead. Rat King, you're up. 
fire at the one at the top again. I'm going to say he's got plus two cover because he is trying to duck behind some of the stuff. But a natural 20 hits. Nice. This is a very lucky game right now. 10 damage. As he, as he is running back here, uh, you hit him uh, on his retreat, and he falls off, getting a railing kill, falling right here just next to this table. Dead. Uh, trick, you hear a... And you look over, boxes away, but you're pretty sure you saw something fall behind those boxes. <laughs> uh, it somehow manages to do the Wilhelm scream. Wow! <laughs> a key perfect. <laughs> uh, when you said that um, we heard locks going when the one person moved away, did like everyone hear that? Uh, anybody who saw him run towards the door, so probably Mousy and Brutrick did, everybody else could kind of yeah, I don't really know what that sound would be related to. Like, everybody else can be like, oh, he's probably running towards the door, so. I, I don't think uh, Mirror Sharptooth even know he's there. We, we never saw him, as far as I know. This is, this is yeah. true. But with that, Simon, you are up. Um, can, I, uh, can I say as a bonus um, action, basically, I, uh, I shout, um, one's trying to escape through the front door to the Simon. Let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, I will. Okay. <laughs> see. Okay. Ten, fifteen. <laughs> right, he'll, uh, he'll manage to basically hobble over the, uh, um, uh, the crates and uh, glance over some more of them. And uh, uh, you there, uh, cease, uh, cease what you're doing. Stop. And uh, fire a warning shot uh, across her nose. <laughs> it does hit if you want to hit him and actually do damage, Oops. you can. Otherwise, you can try and uh, intimidate him if you if you want instead. We just take that 20 as, as an intimidation check. No, I fired up her nose, not across it. <laughs> it does five damage as uh, it's uh, when you when you're eating a spicy pepper and you accidentally laugh. Oh, feel the spiciness maybe, in the nose. Or maybe a spicy meatball. Meatball. <laughs> uh, oh, oh dear. <coughs> um, sorry. The Kenku guy like sorry, and just drops his uh, things and puts his wings up. Actually, he doesn't have wings. He has hands. Uh, they are yeah. Kenku. They have hands. <laughs> First day on the job. Bar fight, troll, breaking and entering. <laughs> uh, this is... Um, they, he is uh, surrendering. Uh, Sharptooth, you are up. If you'd like to stop, we can just go ahead and stop yeah, and get out of combat. Or if you're going to just be like Sharptooth and just try and bash somebody with a guitar, go for it. I'm good with like stopping and not just being like I'm gonna kill somebody. So like, uh, not but like that's more work opposed to okay, if we're done, we can just go and talk. To them. Uh, you're metal, but you're not that metal. <laughs> I'm I'm the foil of metals. <laughs> and with that, we are out of combat. Yay.
Pick some gloomy music. So I didn't get any warehouse music. I do a dramatic jump off the railing. <laughs> Roll a uh, dexterity check, because that's ten feet down and you're three feet tall. Is there fall damage? There is fall damage. Basically, every ten feet is 1d6 worth of bludgeoning damage, up to a maximum of 200. Uh, 200 feet. That is incredible. Yeah. There is a thing where there's feather fall. Okay. There is. Where I could make it. Uh, yeah, you land perfectly. <laughs> Although, on your hands, oddly enough, because that was a sleight of hand check. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to, but yeah. It's probably close enough to just be... Yeah, you do that right. Black Widow uh, <laughs> a, uh, spread out uh, landing. Three-point landing. Yeah. <laughs> Brutrick's very impressed. He knows how hard that is to do. The Kenku kind of like steps away from the door and says, Mike him up! Mike him up! Uh, Simon's just nervously keeping his hands held up as if uh, to cast a spell. Though, doesn't really want to, but... Yep. Uh, I, I've, I've got him held... <laughs> Uh, Bruchik so would Bruchik, like to... Uh, I got What? Yeah? Yes, uh, Rex? I was, I, I was gonna ask uh, Bruchik saying, Bruchik, assist me. Alright. And I want you to stand behind me and look intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I run up to this Kenku, grab him by the collar and go, Who are you working for? Grab him by the collar looking up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he he kind of uh says back to you in a deep voice with an orcish accent Xanatha sends his regards sorry um that's uh I guess Rutrick says I go oh god no, <laughs> no sorry you, you first no, sorry sorry no, no, no you first you, you first go ahead, go ahead. Good, good. Yeah. You first. I was gonna yell. I was like, talk about the Floon guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know Floon? Where is Floon? Floon, kind of like cocks his head. I'm giving Sam. I'm giving you inspiration because that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> talk about Floon. You mean Floon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guy. Loon tilts his head, and you can tell he doesn't know the name. He goes, uh, I go, these guys are, Zan- are Xanathar. And he points to the bodies. Those are probably the, the Zerahim, whatever the word is. Kind of looks back at them and kind of looks at you and is like, nods, get to the Zens! Says in this very... I don't know why I did in that voice, but that's the voice he has. Why not? <laughs> it could be anything. So I to, to explain Kenku a little bit before we move forward. Um, the Kenku, the lore in D&D is that at some point in the past they pissed off their god or some deity type thing or something uh, and cursed this entire lineage with no flight and no ability to make their own sounds, no creativity. They are, however, able to mimic anything that they have heard almost to a perfect match. Because um, voices sound as sense. This is like a lyrebird or a parrot. Um, so hence, also why they have hands. They, they, they don't have flying wings. They're not Aarakocra, uh, which are the, the actual flying bird race that you can be. Mm-hmm. So imagine a couple of these things coming from different voices, and a couple of them are a visual sort of, 
I like to describe it as a uh, an, uh, an audio audio version of a uh, uh, a uh, kidnapping ransom note that has all the letters cut out of different different magazine clippings. Yeah, if it's like they're talking like that. Synthesizer. So, yeah, it can yeah. Only repeat sounds I've heard, so it's different pieces. Yeah. So it's like Bumblebee a bit when he's going through the radio. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just not Michael Winslow, so I can't add sound effects and other random things. Um. I would like to tie up this Kenku. Okay, it's easy enough. One of the others just to check these bodies to make sure they have the the wing snake, of uh, the wing snake tattoo. I think to confirm that they're. Uh... For humor's sake, we're sending Simon. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You're really tying knots. Simon, please check the please check those dead bodies. Make sure they have the brand. The tattoo. Uh, 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 I bet just just pushes you forward, Simon. Yeah, pretty much. And I want to, you know, write a note when I type this Kenku that says, "Uh, sent to the police. You're a neighborhood for you, neighborhood friendly rat king." They want to kick him outside. Well, I'll, um, I'll do that later. I'll, I'll knock him out and kick him outside when you know when all this is done. Uh, looking at the bodies, you do notice that the there are uh, a dozen men lie along the corpses of a dozen men lie along the, the walls. There are rapiers and daggers lying nearby. I mean, uh, these do have the. There are five humans that have the. Winged snake tattoo on them. The other seven humans do not. They have. Uh, they do not have any. Uh, winged, they have, do not have any tattoos that you recognize on them. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. They do. Uh, they have this symbol. They put it in the next sentence of my notes. So. <laughs> so the surprise. Wait, what? So what, it's a snake with four wings. <laughs> it is it is a <coughs> an eyeball with a uh, a circle around it with with ten equidistant spokes going around the outside. Rat King and anybody else that would that is from Waterdeep would most likely know this is the symbol of the Xanathar Guild run by Xanathar, the beholder. We got the Xanathar season. <laughs> Let's hope for that one. Uh, do any of them uh, match the description of who we're looking for? None of them match. Have red hair, so they do not match the uh, the description of Flood. Uh, they, uh, he he is not one of them, uh, though. Some of them have a, a different tattoo from uh, the dragon one. It looks like a spiked wheel. Yeah, the Kenku kind of looks back at you when you say that, and in the same voice as earlier, Xanathar sends his regards. Good for him. The Sharptooth will be like, did you check the pockets? And then he's going to start scurrying over to the body. <laughs> like they, um, none of them were like a danger, because Simon already checked that out. <laughs> <laughs> standing, they're probably okay. Yeah, I'd like to check the pockets for anything of the. Right. Um. To 
touch the corpse. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, yes. just, uh, just a sec. And we'll go, you... shut your beak. And I, and I type his beak. You, uh... He loses his stomach. <laughs> you find uh, among them uh, about 11 silver pieces uh, in the several bodies. Uh, Simon has to go over and lean against the boxes as he throws up. <laughs> I will add that to our... Usually in our games, we have like a shared inventory where we just yeah. put spare gold. So I'm going to put that in. It's so much easier than trying to keep track of everybody's individual items. Or like, yeah. who, yeah. who, like who picked up the, that potion of healing? Yeah. Unless we're given money individually, then it usually yeah. goes into the shared inventory. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Cool. All right, yeah, just, you, you can divvy it up after. It uh, works, for, works for you guys. So Brutrick turns to Rat King and says, uh, when you were up there, did you see anything else? I go, I did see a door. We need to check to see if food is up there. I should say at this point uh, as well, you do see looking at the bottom, not only is there a door up in the northeast part of this, there is also a door behind the stairs. Uh, it looks to be going into some sort of small room or closet. Right about here. I might as well check the, the bottom one first. We're already here. Yeah. So, okay. going to walk over... Somebody with more HP, please. That's for a trick. So wait, am I the most at nine? Yeah. Well, shit. I don't know. Simon wasn't hit, but he is. Yeah, Simon wasn't hit, but he's a wizard. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm on hit, but I still have less. Wait, Richard opens the door and going on in, uh, or opening the door, I should say, before you go in, um. Or was it? There it is. So this, the door on this hangs loosely, loosely on broken hinges. Uh, you go open it up, it's a cramped chamber, smells strongly of sour fish and vinegar. It's filled with discarded ropes, uh, canvas tarpaulins, and splintered wood from smash barrels. Uh, there is also a uh, large um, uh, tarpaulin on the floor, blue tarp, uh, that has a big bulge under it. Bertrick would like to uh, lift up the tarp and say, hey, I think there's something in here to the group. As you do that, there's a man under it. Someone with red hair. Uh, hello? Hello, are you? Hi. No, no, uh, I'm I'm not Floon. Floon, Floon was my friend. Uh, uh, he was taken. Uh, you're not one of the the bad guys or the other bad guys that out bad guy the other bad guys? No, I think I'm one of the good guys. Oh. Well, that's good. Uh, it, can we come out of the closet then? Uh, 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 don't read into that. But can we come out of the closet then? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. It's Oh, my God. Uh, he kind of, like, rushes out uh, kind of cautiously but first and then just takes a big whiff. Oh, <sighs> yeah. Because then Bertrick would just say, Hey, everyone, look, it's not Floon. Ah, uh, oh, uh, uh, hello, all. Um, oh, oh dear. Um, 
you're you here for- what, You know what Floon is? Ah, uh, oh, okay. Um, okay, first off, let me introduce myself. I am Renair Neverember. Um, you may know my estranged father as the former Open Lord. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for coming and rescuing me. Um, uh, who, who are you all? Brutrick says, hello, I'm Brutrick. Nice to meet you. Uh, hi. I'm a protector of the city. Well, nice to meet you. Oh! Shocked you breathe right here. Hey, I have some of your records. Or oh, gramophones. Yeah. Gramophones. Have you... They're not real records if they ain't signed. So sometimes... I mean, Oh, I mean, oh, totally. Oh my god, I can't believe this is oh. I have I have loved your works. Okay, honestly, I've loved it since last year. But I own your records. This is oh, this, I'm an honor. Great. Great. This is No, yeah. I love this feeling. Respect <laughs> <you>. <laughs> oh, and hello, uh, uh you got a little something on your your mouth back there. Um uh, 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 Greetings. Hi. Uh, thank you for all uh, uh, rescuing me. Um, I need to get a voice for him, so it's not just me. Uh, thank you for all uh, rescuing me. Uh, so, no, I'm not Floon. Uh, I came here with Flo I, I was brought here with Floon. Uh, Floon uh, and uh, myself were at the Skewer Dragon the other night. Oh god, it's like two days worth of fish smell. Oh. Anyway, uh, it's kind of a rough part of we, town for the we, for the son yeah. of the open lord. Well, I'm, he's no longer the open lord, and he embezzled a whole bunch of money. So you know, people don't like to mess with me. In any case, I I get to the sewer dragon. I met up with uh, my friend Floon. He. Got a little drunk when we were there. I was going to walk him home. Uh, we got uh, half a block in front of that purple store, and then we were jumped by a couple of those guys down there, the the the, the, the snake tattoo ones. Mm -hmm. They brought That's us here. Fun. And then um, the, the, the bird folks and then the other guys came and killed all those. And they took Flute. I managed to run into this uh, closet, not and that wasn't found. But they they took they took Flute. I think they thought they were he was me. And you do notice that this person, Renair, does match the description of Flute to a degree. So you can see that this this mix up would definitely be something. Mm -hmm. So you're saying they thought they were grabbing the ex Open Lord's son, but what they were really grabbing. Just a guy named Floon. Yes, uh, granted, a friend of mine. But uh, who sent you, by the way? Um, I, go, uh, I, I, I don't know. I just took the money. Man, say it, uh, <laughs> uh, that's fair. Man named, Vol man named Volo. Heard of him? Oh, Volo. Yes. Heard of him? Uh, do you know? I, do you know that man? <laughs> Oh my god, stop! <laughs> I was kidnapped for two days. Sorry, um, sorry. It's, it's all the adrenaline. <laughs> uh, um, he goes, uh, I, yes, uh, he's a better friend of 
Floon. Floon knows him better than I do, but uh, I'm familiar with him. Oh, he must be worried. Sick. Oh, thank thank goodness someone was looking out for him. Oh. We definitely weren't here for you. Uh, I understand. I mean, I, I feel like I should be insulted by that, but, like, it's true, so... Is, uh... Well, kind of okay with it. <laughs> like, Floon is, is, uh... Not Floon, um... Volo... Um, hired us to go find your friend Flume. Do you think he's still in the building? No, no, he was taken. He was taken. Um, you see, he was he was taken too. A couple other the 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 bad guys with the circle-y thing. Look, I think that the uh, the Zentarum and I guess those other bad guys as well. They think that my father embezzled lots and lots of gold. Well, he was the open lord. And then he hid the dragons somewhere in the city. Dragons, as we mentioned, are the name of the currency gold. Yeah. Um, so he hid all of those somewhere in the city. They think they can find it out by using some sort of, I don't know, magical artifact just called the Stone of Galore, uh, which was in the hands of the Xanathar Guild, the, the Circly guys, uh, until recently. Apparently someone stole it. The Zents thought I knew something about all this, but I don't, and I haven't talked to my father in years, so I, I don't know why they would think that. History checks to know if I've heard of it. You've heard of... Yeah, uh, yeah you've probably heard of all this, uh, and Mousy, Rat King, you would know this as well, even without a role. Um, this is pretty... You would have definitely got this in your studies, and Rat King, you would know this from the underground connections. Uh, so, all this is kind of true. It's like, it's to, a, like a, to a degree, to a degree. You don't know the, the, if the Stone of Galore actually will do something. You've never really heard of that before. But the embezzlement, hiding the dragons somewhere in the city yeah. um, is all true. It's like all the all the uh, orphan kids are like, one day I'm going to find the find the embezzled dragons and be rich. Yeah. It saved the orphanage from closing down. Uh, what so supposedly does the uh, stone end up doing? I, I don't know the specifics, but I think it's it's somehow the key to to finding or opening wherever the location of the dragons are supposed to be. It, if it's I a magical item, it's an artifact of some sort. Uh, I don't know. I go. Um, normally, I wouldn't believe in such tall tales, but coming from the son of the former open lord. Perhaps there's some truth to this legend. Why would I lie about this? I was stuck in a closet for two days. It smelled like fish and vinegar. That's what I said. That's why I was implying that. You want to go back in the closet? I could do it. <laughs> no, uh, I would. I would rather not. Thank you. Um. Uh, so now, can you pretend to be Floon so we can get our reward? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so modify memory spell on him and he thinks he's flu no we, we put a red wig on on the kenku and say <laughs> sorry Cyrano de, de Vergerac, whatever his name is with the kenku there you go uh, so brudrick turns to everyone and uh, sorry, sorry uh so brudrick turns to uh, everyone and says well if there's nothing really up top for us to look through uh, we should probably get uh, Never Ember here back to safety. Didn't he say there was a door up there? 
You don't have to sneeze on me, Mr. Red. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll just no. cover your mouth next time. <laughs> um, I go, uh, I agree we need to get you back to safety, but I know I'm going to pass up the chance to check out a, 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 a Zatara warehouse. Zatara. Uh, yeah. Feel free, as long as we're clear now, I don't mind just sort of waiting off, uh, the... Uh, uh, you over there, you're you're a, you're a wizard, it seems, right? Uh, indeed. Uh, st- uh, uh, straight from Candlekeep. You, oh, well, that's a great place. Uh, you wouldn't happen to know the whole, uh, what is it, prestidigit- yeah, prestidigitation, the, yeah, prestidigitation? Uh, I, I do, in fact. Oh, uh, could you maybe clean up my clothes and, and s- the smell a little bit with, with, with that? Oh, uh, yes, of course. Uh, oh, and oh. Uh, ends up casting uh, that to um, remove the smell. Oh, oh my god, thank you. Oh my god, I did not want them. These are my favorite clothes. Oh, so good. Uh, <laughs> he thanks you profu- profusely. Um, there we go. As he gets up to the door, uh, there is a door. Do you want me to open this one too, Rat King? Huh. Well, if you insist. All right. I open the door. Or Bruchik opens the door. The door <laughs> disappears. Because it is now ajar. Ooh. Oh. Shape-shifting doors. Uh, you open it up. There is a rat inside this what appears to be a waiting room of some sort. A little plant in the corner. And this, uh, you would assume... Looks more like a sturdier door to the north, which is some sort of probably the front door onto the street. <laughs> On the second floor? Yeah, so it's a, it's a split level. That's what I meant okay. the last time. The, so the, the up the front is sort of up a level, but that's with the street there. There is a rock wall that kind of just goes down an entire floor, and that's where the back is. So. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. You were you were in the you entered from like the back alley. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't think icon just like exploded off the screen somewhere. Oh, I, am, I see. Yeah, I am with uh, sign, uh yeah. If you there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, steps into this apparently very cramped space. There is a uh, you can't see it from what I did, but there is a door to the uh, left. Um. So even I have this rat. Rat kind of like eyes you back. Thanks, Rat King. Uh, and then <laughs> I'm going to choose the door on the left because the other one seems too much like an entrance door. Okay. This one, there are another couple of rats that scurry when you open. There's more rats there. in here, Rat King. There are two more doors as well. There you go. Uh, these ones are all offices, it seems. Like this seems like uh, mm-hmm. just where people would work, maybe count the supplies, count money, whatever they're doing. There are two windows that lead into the street. Okay. Or that look out into the street. Can Sharptooth look for if there's any like money anywhere? Uh, make an investigation check. Oh, that's going to be great. I'll just go ahead and open the other two because it's, they're roughly the same thing. More More rats in here. And the yeah, rats are kind of the rats are kind of um, pacified by the Rat King, as if there is a connection. 
So mysterious. <laughs> it's like, it's like I, uh, well, you're looking for money. I'm going to search for paperwork. Or any, uh... Okay. Any, like... um, roll an investigation check if you're looking for paperwork. Okay, I can, like... Like how they caught uh, what's his face on a tax tax evasion and not like mafia. Right. Nine and a seven. So, a couple things. One, actually, when you enter this this room, uh, uh, Renair and Simon down at the bottom do hear like a little ding dong type thing. There's like a bell that goes off when somebody enters the offices. So, uh, to alert the other people in the thing. Sharptooth, you don't find any money. Um. And Rat King, because you were specifically looking for papers, you don't find you find a couple things that make this suggest that this is uh, used as a front of some sort for smuggling or other things. Mainly, this could just be a hideout that does have legitimate <laughs> business, but is you know otherwise sort of just doing petty larceny things like that, whatever. But you do find an item. An item. First magic item. You find a paper bird. This is a this is a magic item that you can um, write a message on a short message on. Speak into uh, speak a creature's name, and the parchment magically folds into a tiny paper bird and flies to the recipient whose name you uttered. As long as the recipient is on the same plane as existence of you, otherwise the bird turns to ash as it takes flight. Uh, it is also very weak, so you're probably not going to be able to send this to somebody across the continent with it surviving. But there you go. You can also add this on uh, your D&D Beyond as I have purchased the common magic items, or the magic items on Waterdeep. Yeah, so, yeah, so it will be there. And, uh, okay. <coughs> Breaking is going to make a note to alert the authorities of this, but part of knows that they... They probably already know. And they're just letting it slide. You know that sound, Rat King? That is the sound of, I don't know, maybe a dozen City Watch heading this way. Oh, I, I hear something? Yes, you are, you hear the uh, City Watch probably uh, making their way here. In which entrance the street next to me probably the lower area hmm. what do you do I go uh to Simon isn't here I say to the others uh fuzz is coming or <laughs> the authorities coming up. <laughs> I'm going to make myself scarce. And I'm going to try to exit through this front door. Okay. Front door is locked, but uh, it is kind of like one of those inside deadbolt things that you're able to unlock. So you are able to, to get onto the street and uh, uh, evade what's going on. Down to the bottom, however, um, as Sharptooth and Brutrick leave uh, the things, or they can follow right and it's up to that. It's up to you two. That like the soldiers are coming. 
Yeah. Is there any way to alert? Um, you just yell down there. It's it's an open area, so. It's like, uh, hey everyone, come up here. Uh, the, the watch is gonna come through that door. Uh, well, that's a good thing, isn't it? It's the watch. Yeah, it may not be a bad thing for uh, for for uh, radar. They might assume some things about you with all I, those dead bodies. Uh, th- this is fair, but we have we have that Kenku over there, and he is still kind of like tied up. He's not trying to leave. Their uh, words aren't exactly reliable. They start opening the large uh, uh, warehouse door. Yeah. Okay, so from behind, behind the uh, officers, um, Valsi is going to go. Well, what's all the commotion here? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> uh, with that, you see several, basically you see a dozen veterans and one sergeant. Uh, one, this one comes over. Uh, uh, police, city official, city watch work, young one. Uh, go play with your friends. Also, should you be in uh, in bedtime, school tomorrow. Imagine being like a really mistake for you. I see how that's maybe a common mistake for you to make. I am actually uh, a twenty twenty one, sir, <laughs> and uh, I am a. Uh, I know. I assumed story. you were in college. <laughs> quite. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you were a racist for a minute, but that's so lovely that you aren't. Um, I was actually doing a uh, a report on this. Uh, on the factory, so I heard it was a front for some uh, for some ne'er do wells, and um, and uh, when I was approaching, I thought I heard uh, some some commotion, and um, I just and lo and behold, uh, here you are. Well, uh, that's um, good. Uh, well, as long as you, as long as you're part of the press, I, I can't generally keep you out. They are pretty transparent here. Just don't get in the way, and. Uh, I'll listen I would to love orders. to get a quote. I would love to get a quote in the uh, front page front page news on the. All right, uh, you can quote. Hyasta Staggett, Sergeant Hyasta Staggett. We will find out what happened here because we just got here, and he starts just moves in. <laughs> uh, while they're all talking about that, would I have the opportunity to leave? Yeah, you would have. You would have gotten a warning. You would have gotten a warning. Yeah, you would have gotten a warning from Brutrick or Sharptooth uh, or Wrecking yourself. So if you wanted to run upstairs, uh, yeah. Renair will be here. I just haven't had a I, chance to ask yet. <laughs> Renair will be like, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it on the download. Okay. So, like, I, I, Brutrick would have left yeah, the building. Yeah. Okay, so you guys are all hiding out, except for Mousy. You guys are all hiding out either across the street or nearby at the front. So there's still going to be things here, and you're still aware of it because... Mousy is here, so let me let me go explain what kind of goes on. Mm-hmm. So they they sort of end up coming in here. They they de. They, they, it's not really a gag if it's if it's wrapping the mouth shut. I, the muzzle they they demuzzle, um, Kenku. Start trying to uh, interrogate them as best as they they could. Find the note on here. I was like, oh, that Rat King guy again. Looks like he uh, well, did a handiwork. Oh, hey, citizen! Uh, surely Is you don't Renair... mean the, <laughs> the, the dead bodies in the corner. He's looking at the Kenku first, but then he's uh, 
looks up at as Renair comes across out, outside the corner uh, around the thing with his hands up. Dead bodies in the corner, you say? That's it. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, that's that smell. Oh, gosh. Uh, yes, let's, uh, they start cordoning things off, getting, like, the medical people, not medical people, but the sergeant, the people more familiar with taking care of the dead bodies. Come on in. Renair steps up and says, uh, uh, I can explain what happened. Uh, several people who wished to were named anonymous came, uh, uh, and saved me. He sort of explains the whole thing going on. Floon, uh, leaving the party out of it, with the exception of the Rat King, since the Rat King was here. Um, Mousy, you get all this information down for your um, paper. And he says, uh, all right, well, we will look the other way for this because, well, we know who you are, Mr. Never Ember. Just, uh, if you have any other information, bring it to a city watch station and, uh, well, he hands them a piece of paper. It's like, just because if you come across those others, hand them the code legal. And Renair takes a piece of paper, which you assume has some sort of legal guidelines on them, and, uh, sort of, sort of leaves. I go, that is excellent work, work officer. You handled that with precision and grace and uh you might want to check the offices on the second floor um <laughs> very well uh they go up and do that they do find information that you've left out oh. some this this warehouse being a front it doesn't really have enough information to tie anybody to it other than the fact that this is zentarum but they'll likely either close it close this down or put a put more guard people around it just to Keep it cool for the the next couple of thing, next uh, couple of days or whatnot. Uh, thank you, citizen. Thank you, uh, journalist. Now, if you may, uh, could you please vacate the area if you've taken your information? Uh, Remember, this is an active. Friend, this is an active crime deep, scene. Yeah. Tell your friends knee deep in water deep. Yes, uh, I'm more of a water deep times myself. <laughs> I'm over water deep times myself, but I will I will let you know. Thank you. Yeah, I go. Yeah, they all are. I just gonna walk out. <laughs> you walk out. Uh, Renair, you spot him as you leave, uh, heading up the the things that get out of the way. He kind of looks around. Eventually, he he makes his way over to the other the three of you, sort of uh, actively looking you guys out. As I assume you were not just vacating the area as much as you were sort of hiding out, waiting for Rat King to show back up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, where did he go? A lot of loitering. <laughs> uh, and then I just went, as soon as I see Rainier, again, I was like, Hey, Rainier, how did everything go inside? I talked to them. I have uh, some strings I can pull. It's It's all fine. Um, they think that the Rat King did it. I left you. I left your names anonymous and didn't even describe you. Uh, he wanted me to. The, the sergeant wanted me to hand this out to you. And he hands you a copy of uh, what is known as the Code Legal. Right, the basic like laws. Up on, well, the Rat King is kind of perched up on a on a sill. Kind of as rats do. <laughs> 
So the code legal is basically just the things that are illegal in the city for the most part. Um, Nobody harm any gods, whatever you do. <laughs> <laughs> However, um, I, I don't know where Mr. Rat King went. However, if if I may, um, can we, can I, we still need to find Flute. Yeah. And you said that they're the ones who took him. The other gang. The Stanithar Guild, it appears. Um, I would like to accompany you if possible. Um, if you need to rest up first, I completely understand. Uh, however, time is possibly of the essence. I did get shot in the chest. <laughs> so I would like to take a bit of a breather. <laughs> You guys can take the benefits of a short rest. Uh, at this point, if you'd like to take a long rest, there'll be a discussion for all of you. Mm -hmm. Short rest. Can you uh, clarify that? So, so here's here's what happens. Here's the difference between short rest and long rest. So, short rest is basically an hour's worth of no major activity. You're all just resting. You're, you're chilling out. Uh, at the end of a short rest, you and you can do this on D and D Beyond. There's a resting short rest. Confirm. Double double click that, or a second time to, to confirm it. Uh, you get a couple. You'll get a couple of things back based on your class. Things are usually reset either after a long rest or a short rest. Yeah. Um, and you can spend hit dice. Now your hit dice are a certain dice type based on your class, and you have the same number of dice as you are levels. So everybody right now has one hit die. You are able to roll that during a long rest, during a short rest, excuse me, to get hit points back based on what you rolled plus your constitution modifier. At the end of a long rest... A... Oh, go ahead, Joey. Um, I was going to say, I'm good for a short rest. So yeah. I, I work best at night. I think I'm good for a short rest. You'd like Just even the things that you've said so far. That sounds yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The long rest basically is eight hours of non-strenuous activity, six of which you must be asleep unless you are a construct like a Warforged or an elf or a half elf or another type of half elf because they get to just do a trance. Um what that is, uh, is that afterwards you will be fully rested. You will not you can only take one long rest in a twenty-four hour period. Um, and you get all of your, everything pretty much gets reset. Everything that's short or long rest happens, uh, gets, comes back and you get all your hit points back and half of your total hit dice back up to, uh, up to the total. So you can't have more, uh, that's not going to matter right now because you're all level one. Um, but in, for the, yeah. for the most part, yeah, a, a short rest right now, you'd be able to just roll a die and get health back. I think I think time is of the essence. Mm -hmm. Should find this guy as quickly as possible. Put just sleep on it. No. <laughs> but uh, you can essentially, if you hit short rest at the very top, um, you can. Uh, there's a uh, a button to roll a hit die or a little check mark underneath your uh, your class, and you can use that to um, uh, to get the hit points back. Yeah, and then it'll automatically add it. Okay. I find it a little a little cumbersome on D and D Beyond, but uh, that's essentially what you do. Yeah, and, and make sure to double click the take short rest. Uh, otherwise, it, it won't do anything. Yeah, yeah they they 
yeah, it's it's got the countdown, so you don't accidentally click it and completely reset all your health. So you'll just have to click it another time during the count countdown. So wait, uh, it, so there's two checkboxes: reset, reset maximum HP, or automatically apply healing with dice results. Uh. I forget the specifics. Um, first off, make sure it's a short rest. Yep, that is short rest. Okay. Um, and then... Let me just actually take a look. Uh, just do automatically apply healing with dice results. And then also it has a uh, bard and then an option for another checkbox, so I check that. Um, you, you probably regain a, regain a spell slot or something. So bards do let me let me let me make sure because it might be a, I forget if it's a level one thing. Yeah. Bards do have song of rest. No, song of rest is at level two. So let me go take a, let me go into your thing and actually see what that what that little extra checkbox is. Okay. I don't think those two check marks actually do anything. Uh, yeah. But if you put if you use the check mark underneath your your class. It will then list um, like 1d6 or 1d8 or something like that with a heart. And then if you click that, it will do a dice roll and uh, automatically add that to your hit points. Okay. Oh, was it bard hit die 1d8 yeah. plus 2 total plus 1? Yeah, that's just telling you what you roll and what you get because your con modifier is plus 2. Good. So if, if it doesn't roll, feel free to just roll the thing, the die, check off that, that hit die thing manually and just add your... I, I just tested it and uh, it, it works and and okay. uh, it, it's not using uh, roll twenty. That's good. There it goes. Okay. Thank you. And did you get all your hit points back? Did you? What was your roll? It was three, so I just I'm uh, up to eight now. Okay. Good. That would add automatically what Yeah, that's what I mean by it's cumbersome. I never know if it's if it's working or not. Well, that's what I meant. If you if you do the check mark underneath your class, um, it will bring up something for you to actually click that will uh, do the healing for you. Awesome. Okay, maybe I didn't do that. Okay. So I'm at eight. <clears throat> do we have um? I know sometimes you give us like a healing potion to start off with. Do we have any of that? I'll let everybody start with a healing potion. Because you don't have any clerics in your thing. We have new people, so it'll be good to, to at least have some healing. So everybody can add a healing potion to their inventory. And I did remove one of my uh, darts from my inventory. Thank you. Thank you. Very, really appreciate the whole... Uh, uh, thing. I, honestly, you could probably also get it back if you wanted. You you wouldn't be able to get it. It was a clean there kill. Are rules, uh, <laughs> there are rules about finding uh, like um, lost arrows. Yeah, you, you spend you spend like a, a minute or something, you get half your ammunition back. So I'll round up this time to one. <laughs> I just thought there's a potion of oil of slipperiness. That seems yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait until you see the uh, the the glue, the sovereign's glue, which is un impossible to remove without a wish spell. Amazing. 
D&D Beyond, they pranked someone they didn't like, uh, or not D&D Beyond, uh, role, uh, uh, Critical Role, they pranked someone they didn't like, like a, a dumb character, uh, by gluing a, um, uh, a dildo to their hand. No. Like, it was part of, like, a trickster thing, so she had that as part of, like, the ritual or something, just to, to be that, but one of the characters put their sovereign glue on it, so when she took it up, she, it was stuck in her hand, and then later on, she comes back and is like, no, no, I don't, I don't have to come out and talk in front of the crowd. Because it stuck to her hand for the rest of her life. <laughs> <laughs> well, better remove my hand. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then one of the um, one of the actresses, one one of the cast members, uh, she cosplayed when they were all doing a thing where they all came in that Halloween as a character. She picked that character. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Anyway, back to what we are. Everybody has uh, short rested. We are now back out on the street. Renair is uh, sitting around. Anyway, now let's go back. Be like, okay, guys, uh, guys, all rested up. Oh, Rat King, nice to see you again. I was getting some R and R, some rats and relaxation. Yeah, well, well, let me fill you in on what happened. Uh, the police, I believe, found all of your notes. I told them that you were responsible for it, and. Uh, couple of uh, other random people that I've never seen before helped, and uh, they're all anonymous. There's a reporter who uh, really seemed to be pushing your 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 involvement there, so I think you have a fan. He wasn't. He wasn't what? He wasn't. He, he never mentioned the right thing. I say that as me. I never oh, said he... Oh, he didn't. Okay, I'm sorry. That was a whole ten minutes ago, so I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no, I didn't. I mean, uh, no, he didn't. Yeah. There was a reporter there, but I don't think he he had anything. To, he he uh, was familiar with you. So, in any case, uh, if we uh, may, I think I knew it is. He's kind of a fanboy. Follows me around. <laughs> if we can, um... <laughs> oh yeah, no, I remember. I remember when you played uh, Baldur's Gate, Sharp Tooth. Oh man, all the groupies you had, all three of them. Uh, oh boy. No, no, I, I watched. A, I read a book on the the the, uh, the recounting of it and saw a stage play based on the events of it that were commissioned I mean, by a, a like, super fan. But like, I, I was felt like, like I was there. Sorry. But it's like, yeah, I wasn't born yet, so, you know. <laughs> the better time. Better time. It was. Then. It was good. It was good. So uh, but you... anyway, I'm sorry, I get to stress, stress, a little starstruck by that. Yes, Brutrick. Uh, are you capable of handling yourself if you not jump? He uh, turns. It looks like he swiped one of the fallen rapiers off the, uh, the ground. I know my way. Granted, being half, being mostly drunk and uh, jumped by five cri criminals caught me off guard, but I can I can handle myself. All right, just want to make sure because it's probably going to get more dangerous from here. And those I, guys I, really hurt. Yes, I, I, I thank you for your concern. Um, and I ask him one more time. <laughs> and I ask him, uh, like any any leads, like. Anywhere you know they could have taken Flune. Um, not to make Mr. Simon there worry, however, 
probably to one of their local hideouts. I, I suggest we ask around. Maybe the locals will be able to find something. I mean, they might have seen someone drag out a redhead. If it just happened before we got there. That also possibly, yes. Is there, is there anyone around? There's passers-by and, and whatnot. Late night, a couple of drunks. Random, I pick a random one and go, Have you seen the redhead being dragged around here? Ah! Ah! A rat! Ah! ah he starts to run off. Ah! Ah, dear. <laughs> you need to work on my, uh, my approach. <laughs> then somebody finally comes out and thinks, Okay, Jimmy, we're gonna, we're gonna work on your phobia. Jimmy? Hey, did you see a... Oh. Oh, you didn't... Oh. Jimmy, it's just a costume! And he goes starts walking off after after you assume it's Jimmy. It's not a costume. It's, it's not a costume. It's who I am. <laughs> it's it's not a, it's just a personality. It's not a real rat. And he walks off in the distance. There are several other people around, though. That, like, would have been there when... Could have. Could have been there. Yeah. Uh, if you were talking around, go ahead and make an investigation check for anybody who's doing this. I... Sharptooth is doing this. Okay. Um, Although I'm doing it with intimidation. No. <laughs> um, yeah, if you want to do intimidation to try and try and do it, feel free, uh, Mousy. Um, Sharptooth, you go around, and every time you're about to ask somebody if they saw flu, you instead go, Hey! Um, have you ever... Seen about, heard about me? I'm I'm sharp tooth. I'm I'm a gla and you just start talking about yourself instead. You get sidetracked okay. easily like that sometimes. That's really good. Yes. <laughs> oh, so I so I just rolled a one and then rolled again. And he says, "Oh yeah, whenever halflings roll a one, halfling luck. They they get to roll again. <laughs> halfling luck. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it's so, not showing up in the thing for me. So what did what did you got eleven? 11. Um, yeah. Brutric out of 15. So between the two of you and Rare and everything, no, Simon's just kind of like, uh, excuse me, uh, okay, uh, excuse me, excuse me, uh, sir, uh, okay, uh, sir, sir, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, okay. Everybody's just sort of like walking by him. <laughs> yeah, um, but, like. but the rest of you are able to basically talk to enough people to get um, information that, ah, take a look at one of the sewer heads. Grow on there. Probably find a symbol. Follow the symbols. You didn't hear it from me. Extremely specific. <laughs> That's all right. I don't even know who you are. Let's keep it that way. Good. Covers up game tag because he just got off work. I uh, checked the um, the manhole cover he was talking about. Or did he just say search the manhole covers? Search for manhole. Let's just spend a couple. You spend some time looking at a couple streets. You find a manhole cover. Um, it's easy. It's heavy. It's but Brutrick can easily sort of like uncover it. Uh, does it have well, like a, a special? Does it have a special symbol on it or anything? Uh, inside, however, you see a yellow symbol that looks like the Xanathar Guild symbol, uh, written in yellow chalk. Just, just on like the inside of the thing, it, it opens up and it, there's a ladder that actually goes down into the sewer. Uh, Renair comes. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Bertrick. Uh, uh, Bertrick would. Uh, all right, everyone. Looks like we gotta go down here. I'll go down first and check it out to make sure it's safe. I I shall accompany you. Renair goes with it as uh, I cannot expect you all to do this on your own or take the, all the danger on your own. 
and they jumped going. out. Yeah. I assume everybody eventually follows, even Simon. Very, very hesitantly. <laughs> I, probably the last person in, but then in is like, maybe Ed should just leave, but then notices, wait a minute, I'm now alone in the middle of the night in this <laughs> unknown street. Wait up. <laughs> I, I figure that the, the motivations behind Simon are going to be two things. One, I am alone, and these are the only people that can save me if something happens, or B, Sharp Tooth pushes you to go next. Yeah, essentially. Uh, every, every situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, never ember. That is disgusting looking water. Why did they have to choose that texture? I've had this this is this one I must have had for a while because it's been on my uh roll twenty roll twenty uh images thing, so whatever that There's is, that is not water. <laughs> it's better than the Ghostbusters too though. <laughs> Barely. Oh, okay. I, I that was one color. Yeah. A putrid stream along the sewer tunnel, which leads in two directions, flows. Uh, in one direction, you see a tiny symbol drawn on the wall in yellow chalk, a palm-sized circle with ten equidistant spokes radiating out from its circumference. I guess, like, Sheriff is going to look at that and be like, Oh my gosh, I've seen that somewhere! <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> I think that's the thing we're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> Very good, Sharp Tooth. Now we're just gonna keep finding them. <laughs> you do follow the directions, Cameron. Kind of, every every so every so often, you'll come to a to a split in the chamber uh, or an intersection of some sort. Some sort. Uh, there will always be a chalk indication, a, a chalk symbol saying the way you go. It's not hard to find. There's no real skill check for it. However, it does take a while. It's labyrinthian, uh, and it looks like this is here for good uh, to, to try and ward off anybody who is not part of the guild would get tired and give up. You also think that because they're chalk, they're, they're, this is somewhat recent. It hasn't gone away from any of this, the, the cleaning, the cleaners, nor just general moisture causing it to to kind of erode away mm. after an hour of following signs through the tunnels you come to a three-way intersection where a ladder leads up to a stone shaft capped by a circular metal cover one of the familiar chalk symbols is marked on a wall nearby and floating near that is a spherical grapefruit-sized creature with a bulging central eye and four stumpy eye stalks you would know that this is not a beholder because beholders have 10 eye stalks uh, and are much bigger uh, this is likely some beholder type creature that is much smaller and well let's say easy against level ones can I do an arcana or um, history to find out what it is go for it uh, either one works <coughs> Uh, nice. This is known as a this is known as a gazer. It would be a uh, specifically get some information out. Um, boop a doop boop. Gazer is a tiny man manifestation of beholder's dreams, so it's like a baby beholder. 
Oh, I, I, I've read about these before. Um, uh, they're called a gazer. Um, they're quite fascinating little creatures. Um, it, though, um, uh, we may not want to actually meet it. With that, he turns his uh, head, or his entire body around in your guys' direction and grins. I All need right. initiatives. All right, <laughs> echoes. <laughs> I wanted you to just be like, oh, it's, it's a baby. I'm like, what? We're beating up babies now. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably avoid it. Avoid it. <laughs> So no map for this because this is a simple, simple fight. So we'll do the theater of mind, and I shall turn on different combat music. Let's do skirmish. Sounds very uh, adventurous. Yeah. Uh, we're oh, add add turn. There we go. Uh, Brutrick, what did you roll for initiative? It says twenty one. 21. And Sharktooth, what did you roll? 12. 12. Okay. With that, uh... Sort. Red King, you were up first. You know, the sewer is like the back of your tail. Yeah, I'm assuming this thing is hostile. Does it look hostile? Oh yeah, this definitely looks hostile. As it's approaching me, I'm doing crossbow bolts. Inspiration. Go for it. Same damage, but you do hit. A total of five damage. Bullseye, more or less. Do you, you know, uh, where, how do you watch how do you position yourself? Guy. Okay, yeah. How how do you position yourself after after your turn? Like movement, or you hide somewhere? You jump into the sewage. I'll leap across the sewage side. Yeah, every, everyone's on the ground. <laughs> so tiny. Uh, uh, Brutrick, you're up next. Six, maybe 30 feet away. So you, you can get there in a, in a single round. Yeah. Oh, oh. Brutrick will uh, run over and give a, uh, like a Ryu, you know, he does the where he does the jumping spin kick. Yeah. He's gonna run up and try and uh, sweep all the eyeball stocks with his feet. <laughs> well, then go for it. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> like laugh a lot. Going in slow motion, that's why it takes takes a while for the, <laughs> for the dice to roll. Eighteen will hit. How many eye stocks do you hit? Hits for five. five. This thing is looking really bad. 
You hit five of its four eye stalks. Really good hit there. <laughs> That's the end of my turn. <laughs> With that, the gazer is now up and it is going to go ahead and so it suddenly moves its eye stalks around a little bit. And they start to start to flash a little bit, a little bit of a strobe light effect. And it's going to attack two of you. I wonder which ones. <laughs> two and four. So that's going to be. I'm going to say that's a uh, bun and Sam. I'm I basically when I do that, I run by the icon listing and I'm just treating myself as Renair. So two and four is uh, Bun and Sam. So um, name Simon and Sharptooth. Yes. Simon, you are going to get. Nope, that's not it. You're not getting four damage, but you are getting the telekinetic ray. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Boy, oh boy. So, do I just click? Simon, no, sorry, no, sorry. Just me. Simon, yeah. Now, Simon. now, this is going to be very good because I have a negative three. <laughs> I have tried telekinesis on a baby before and it beat me with a 17. So it's. Nope, nope, nope. So you are picked up and you are thrown 30 feet back. Into the oh, let's say into the sludge. We're gonna find out. Are you? Oh no, it's just yeah. You were moved up thirty feet away from the gazer. You are pushed back thirty feet. Uh, so you're pretty far back now. Make a dexterity saving throw, or yeah, dexterity saving throw. Oh, I, I only have a negative one for this one. Yeah. <laughs> Ten. I'll say that's just enough that you do land uh, in such a way that you you don't land on the in the sludge and you are on your feet so you're standing but you're just 60 feet back and he barely manages to panic into into a grip to uh keep from slipping in yes now uh do i take any base, damage though you do not base race you're gonna get the fear ray i need you to make a dc i'm sorry i need you to make a wisdom saving throw so this will be in the saving throw box in the top left Left this, uh, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, whoa. -oh. <laughs> That's not a good one. Somehow worse than than the dexterity of uh, or yeah. same as Simon. Uh, you fail, and you are now frightened by this ugly thing. You're like, ah, ah, ah that looks just like just like my, my agent, ex-girlfriend. <laughs> my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> uh, we were uh. I, we were talking about um, like like the members of the band, and uh, it's not <laughs> official or anything. But like we suggested that the uh, the drummer was a uh, like a beholder or like some sort of beholder kin that would, would, would like levitate the drum like the drumsticks. That's pretty cool. <laughs> With that, Renair is up, uh, and he's just gonna come up and he's gonna smack it. I'm saying that he's holding a torch. Uh, so Rat King can see and he can see. Uh, so he's going to smack it with his torch. Yeah, he has a right here, doesn't he? He does, but he's going to run up and smack it with his torch. Because that will do three damage and kill it. <laughs> he hit with a 20, a dirty 20. 
and his unarmed strike does do two damage, and I believe it does an additional like one d six or something. It fire does an additional one fire damage. So not to anticlimactically do this, but Renair runs up behind Brutric and just stabs the middle eye with the fire, mm-hmm. and it and it kind of just lets out this high pitched squeal, <laughs> and then falls into the water, or what you assume could be lightly concerned could be somewhat con- mixed up with what it's 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 poo at, at some point <laughs> it was water at, at one point or another it was water <laughs> oh bye it, start, it starts floating away <laughs> thanks for near you know, i go uh you know they're kind of cute once they're dead yeah. Uh, yes. No. No problem, bird trick. Uh, Sharp tooth. You are no longer afraid of it because it's dead. Oh. Yeah. That, that that was terrifying. Uh, and um, using impressive. Where did you? How did you get that far off. back? Uh, I I think it it threw me somehow. Oh. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, if everyone's okay was... and uh, sludge-free, should we continue? Must be. Must be. We're on the right track. Take the intersection. To... Oh, go ahead. Oh, just, just saying that if uh, we're headed towards a gang run by a beholder, finding one of those little guys is probably is a good sign. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. So I don't think this would be their main hideout. They're not gonna put the big boss in. Hmm. In the sewer here. However, they probably have many satellite satellite hideouts. <sighs> yes. Uh, so it's a three-way intersection. You come up to the split. Uh, one way, the middle has a ladder, and the way to the right has a yellow chalk symbol. You follow the yellow chalk symbol. Yes. With that. You're going to get to here. Loading. Now, you should only be able to see if I've done this all right. Basically, one one row of squares. Yes, yes correct. Right. Yes. So uh, yes. I'm going to put. Yeah, Mousy, you probably don't because you don't have dark vision. But let me let me let me add Rainier and give him a, a a torch. I see something on the far end. Yes, it's a little weird there because there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so you can't don't see that. go towards it, <laughs> guys. I think we should go I towards can't it. Help it. Don't worry, it's a train. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna drop him a torch. So, you should be able to see a little better now, Rat King. Ironic. No irony. <laughs> I need to find an item that gives me night vision. Uh, yes, it's called Goggles of Night. You can probably you can probably find it um, in the city. However, we will leave this for next time. This is a good stopping point. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good.